Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show. I am your host, Emma Gunn-Awardner, and in this bonus episode, I am rejoined by Dr. Dennis Gross, who returns to the podcast to answer listener questions. Dr. Dennis Gross, if you aren't already aware, is a board-certified dermatologist and dermatologic surgeon who has been in practice for over 25 years and is the creator of award-winning skincare line, Dr. Dennis Gross Skincare, which is inspired by the work he does in his New York practice. He is regularly invited to be a guest on shows such as Dr. Oz, The Today Show, The Doctors, CBS, The Early Show and on CNN in the US. So I'm incredibly pleased to have been able to snaffle some time with him on his most recent visit to London. To say that he is in high demand is an actual understatement. The questions asked during the show came from the podcast Facebook group, which is easy to join and is where I often ask listeners for questions for upcoming shows. Simply click the link in the show notes to join and you can find the show notes wherever you are streaming or downloading this episode or over on emmaguns.com. As with a lot of listener question and answer episodes, I try to get through as many questions as possible because I want everybody to be covered. But Dr. Gigi gave such robust answers that some of the questions, some of the subsequent questions had already been answered. So I had to do kind of an edit on the hop. So there wasn't too much repetition. Even if your specific answer question didn't get asked, I hope that you get all the information you needed from this episode. The links to the products mentioned, Dr. GG, and everything discussed will be in the show notes, which can be found wherever you are stream- streaming or downloading this episode. But for now, please join me in welcoming back Dr. Dennis Gross to The Emma Gunn Show. And here we go. Welcome back to the podcast, Dr. Dennis Gross. Thank you. So great to be here, Emma. Lovely. <laughs> We're in a, it's a crisp January morning. It is. London. It's gorgeous. You're back over in the UK again, which is always such a treat and a delight. Um, so I guess the first thing is just to really catch up with you uh-huh. on everything that's been happening. Right. You came on the show two years ago. Right. And we had an epic conversation about all things skincare. But you've got some exciting newness coming Absolutely. our way. And I'm right. keen to pick your brains about this. Well, yeah. You know, the fact is we... Um, do a lot of research, and the consumer is constantly demanding more and more, rightfully so, because that's what we, that's what we think we can deliver. So we have um, a professional-grade line coming, which is going to allow, and we can talk more about it, just allows people to see results at home that, you know, they really weren't able to achieve before, because mm-hmm. they would, in the past, you would have to go to my office, or a dermatology office, or mm-hmm. a doctor's office, or a mediclinic 
Um, but the technology, the ingredients, mm. the way we formulate, um, and the way we teach really allows uh, people now to get results at home. That's what this new uh, mm. franchise is about. Is the difference between what used to be in salon or in clinic and what you can now do at home, the fact that it's milder concentrations that over a period of time elicit the same results mm. and don't need a doctor to apply them? Well, here's what's fascinating. It's actually stronger concentrations delivered and yet made safe without a recovery time. Okay. So that that concept where you can um, create products that are stronger mm-hmm. and that's how they give and achieve these greater results. At the same time, there's no recovery time. So that's 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 what took the research and development and that's mm. the breakthrough. That's because, how it works. Yeah, thinking about it, back right. in the day mm-hmm. when it was just patient, 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 right. that would have been the holy grail. You bet. And even in the clinic, in my office, the technology is really moving away from invasive lasers, for example. Okay. So you can get lasers that stimulate collagen and, and firm the skin and really make the skin beautiful instantly and over the long term mm. without a downtime. So, and that's, and that, you know, people are on the go and people don't want mm-hmm. to have to stay indoors and recover anymore. And so that's really been the, the goal for the longest time. And now we can bring that to home in, with regard to products too. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's the wave of the future that's here now. And do you think it's just going to get more and more available? I certainly think our company is going to do that. Mm. Um, we're we're, we're going to launch um, this this uh, the first of this particular franchise, the professional grade, um, in April here mm-hmm. in the UK um, with more to come later in the year. And I think that this is going to be a smashing success. Now, as a business model, it might seem like not the greatest one for you, because if it means fewer people are coming into your clinic, mm. then where's, where's the, do you see what I'm saying? You're right. making it more available. Right. I think the, it's really going to serve people who may not have otherwise come to a clinic, though. Okay. You know, there's a, there's a large group of people, probably your listeners, who don't necessarily go to get professional services mm-hmm. who've always wanted to mm-hmm. or who've done it once and do it as a special treat on, an, on a rare occasion. And those are people that, that's me, you know, I think most people still don't get professional care. You know, they really are just buying products and hoping that they can get professional results. Mm-hmm. So this is the answer for those who do because this, you always, whether you go to a doctor or, or, or a professional for treatment professionally, you still want and should use products at home, and now you mm. should be able to get better results, and now we have. Mm. If you don't go to the doctor, you don't go to a, an esthetician, a professional clinician of some sort, then you certainly want and need this, mm. and it's good for you too. Okay, and we're starting off in that line. It's going to be a resurfacing liquid peel. Yes. Already you've got my attention. Right. Well, peels, <laughs> everyone's attention. I think peels are the number one treatment in my practice still. You know, we developed... I developed the Alpha Beta Peel, um, which is the iconic product that is used daily and has really put us on the map. And, mm. and, and, it, and it was the first peel that was two steps. You know, mm. that's, that was the key. Um, it was something that I, I really said that's, that's the key to both making something gentle on the skin without a recovery mm. time. At the same time, allows for a greater magnitude of results and benefits. For the listeners who maybe haven't seen that particular product, just describe it. So it's mm. a, a sachet mm-hmm. perforated down the middle. Right. And you have step one. Right. 
and step two. Correct. And they're sort of square, saturated squares. That's right. They're, they're pads. Mm. And they were um, pioneered years ago, and now we have three different strengths. They come in gentle and extra strength and something in the between called the universal. And also, God bless you for putting DHA in them. Right. Huge <laughs> difference. We can really make your skin look glowing mm. with, the, with, with the glow pad. Um, so the fact is that that is a two-step peel. Mm-hmm. And, and the key thing is it uses acids. And acids are something that um, I have long said are great for the skin. And many people to this day hear the word acids and put on my skin and they're, they're concerned about mm-hmm. it. But it's not true. The a- acids are fantastic. In fact, the skin is naturally on the acidic side on the pH scale. Mm-hmm. And so it loves acids. It's, it's the um, environment it wants to, to live in and mm-hmm. it actually thrives so, so acids are used in the peel, and what they do is it's a two-step system, the, the alphabet peel, where you exfoliate with the acids in the first step. And that, with that, why that's so important is because, the, you know, what we're, when you look at someone's face and we look in the mirror, the surface of our skin that we see is really the, the, the least attractive surface. It's, it's dead skin, dull skin, but lying beneath that, is your younger, vibrant skin cells. So exfoliation just brings that fresher layer to the surface. And that's, what, that's the magic of what acids do. The second step neutralizes the first. Acids are great and to make them safe and to also have them provide no, no downtime, no redness. It's a neutralizer. So it's, it shuts down the acids after two minutes. That's what you do. You put on step two, wait two minutes, let them work, but then you turn them off. Mm-hmm. And then the second step also has loads of anti-aging ingredients that, that, that then creates all the beautiful additional features like the fine lines look better, wrinkles look better, your skin is radiant, the uneven skin tones get better, pores look mm-hmm. better, complexion improves, a vast array, which is why peels are the number one treatment in my practice still mm-hmm. to this day. The thing is that what, what's happening um, now that acids are so popular, I'm seeing a lot of people who use these products that are just one-step peels. There's no such thing as a one-step peel, mm-hmm. and you have to neutralize. But if you just put on acids and leave them on, that can be a problem. So the key feature, what's really unique about this whole technology, is the two steps. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Well, what's the what's the downside to leaving an acid on? She well, says guiltily. It's not neutralized, and it can be they can be harsh. Right. You know, when you come to my office or you go to any doctor's office, and this is true for the last 20 years, or you go to a professional spa, peels are always two steps. You can't have a one-step peel. So that's, that's how you use acids professionally. Oh, okay. And so it's just something that one step um, has its issues. Mm-hmm. So for those who are concerned about acids, understand they're great as long as you have a second step to do it professionally. That's an incredibly good tip. And you're full of good tips, which is why I've opened the floor to Mm -hmm. listeners within the Facebook forum to come and ask you questions. Mm -hmm. Because we touched on this the last time you were on the show. And I I had so many messages from people saying, oh, that that advice really changed everything, changed my approach. And you gave some really, really useful tips, um, especially the ABCDE of checking uh, your skin moles, etc. So... Are you ready to go in? Let's with do these this. Questions? Sure. So Siobhan has asked, 
I would be interested to know whether it is possible to have an effective skincare routine that is, in inverted commas, simple. Is it possible to overdo it with actives and serums and layering? Should we actually strip things back a bit? And I do feel like that's a really good question because um, I get this in my Facebook forum and I know the guys on Full Coverage do as well with people hearing about a super serum or a new ingredient and thinking, do I need to put it into my skincare routine, mm-hmm. incorporate it some way. And then when they start listing what else they're using, you realize that they're using about 10 products, which seems right. like it could be overkill. So what's right. the actual answer, Dr. Dennis the, Gross? The answer is that you should think in terms of the great ingredients that we know legitimately, scientifically proven, um, have a benefit on the skin, mm-hmm. okay? And then say, okay, well, all these ingredients, do I need them all? And, and which, if not, which ones do I want? So... The pillars of anti-aging, the pillars of great skincare, are the alpha and beta hydroxy acids, retinol, vitamin C, hyaluronic acid. Mm-hmm. Okay, those those are really the key. Now, I love other ingredients too that I will work into. I don't believe that the, at the same time. I don't believe there's only one ingredient that is just all you need. Mm-hmm. So I love other ingredients that I put in my products, like green tea extract. Mm-hmm. I love peptides. I love the thing called Scintilla Asiatica. Long story short. So if you're looking to exfoliate, you're looking to use a peel, alpha and beta hydroxy acids. Mm-hmm. If you're looking to stimulate collagen, if you're looking to help with scars and brighten the skin, vitamin C is your answer. Mm-hmm. If you're looking to improve the skin texture, right, and you're looking to get instant radiance, um, improve fine lines, I love retinol. Now, retinol itself sometimes in the past has had some challenges. Um, it's been irritating. It can be harsh. It's available by prescription, which is even more of an issue. But retinol, which does not require a doctor to to prescribe, um, I find works best when combined with another ingredient called ferulic acid. Again, back to my research and development. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that it's that combination that really makes retinol gentle and really allows everyone of all skin types to use it. Sensitive mm-hmm. skin people included. So much so that we now actually have a product using retinol and ferulic for the eye area. That's how gentle... And it's a breakthrough because lines and wrinkles around the eyes are a concern. Um, So, and then there's hyaluronic acid, Mm -hmm. which is um, something that's bioidentical to something in the skin already. And it is nature's moisturizer, Mm -hmm. right? But it gives internal hydration, which, and it plumps the skin. It gives a great dewy complexion. So if you, if you really shop and think about um, active ingredients, I recommend thinking, making that your list. And researching and looking at the products that contain those ingredients mm-hmm. and then and then find the one that's that fits the bill for you. Mm-hmm. So would you say uh, a morning routine could be three layers? Oh, yeah. An I, antioxidant, a hyaluronic. Mm-hmm. I use two hyaluronics, but mm-hmm. that could be a morning regime and an evening could be just a retinol or a retinol plus hyaluronic. So I think just to make sure I answer Siobhan's question... Sure. It's it's number of products. You shouldn't. If you're using five, are you using too many? Probably potentially. Yeah, yeah I think so. I think you, you you don't really need to, especially if the products are multitasking products, which mm-hmm. I believe in, mm-hmm. and contain multiple ingredients. And you should just see the difference. You mm-hmm. should just know if you're if you are using a product and you don't really see the difference, like immediately or within a couple of days, certainly within a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. um, then it's time to move on. Mm. You know, because it's not delivering. Yeah. And to get those results, I think uh, if you just mentioned that, you know, a couple, you do three in the morning and two at night, that should be plenty. Mm. And always start with a really good cleanser. Mm -hmm. You know, cleansers 
are a key part of skincare. You know, and I like um, I, here I, I like exfoliating acids and, and used in in a wash off cleanser. I never go to bed with your makeup on. Never. Big problem. I I mean, people, you know, sometimes do that a little too often. I think it's just it's, it makes your pores look larger. It adds mm-hmm. to dullness. Um, it's not it's not recommended. So anyway, cleansers are a key part of the skincare routine. I will have to ask because I know a lot of my listeners will be like, but what cleansers? Mm. Do you like balms or creams? How uh, do you feel about foaming? Yeah, I I actually, um, here I think it's a matter of your skin type. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that for the most part, um, foaming cleansers that, that have some lather to them are excellent. Um, I do think that what, because what they really do is they make water wetter. They reduce the droplet size of water. So they really that. facilitate the, the cleansing action of water. Yeah. So I'm a big believer in them. Um, and then there's gentle cleansers for those people who might feel like they just want something to remove their makeup and mm-hmm. to just keep their skin in balance, and, and that's for them. So you got to know your skin type. Mm-hmm. right? Skin type is probably the most fundamental thing about your skin that one should know. It's part of your identity. Mm-hmm. And you have to know whether you're someone who's on the dry side you're on the oily side, your combination, you're mm-hmm. sensitive. So skin types um, really matter. And you have to select your cleanser according to your skin type. Mm-hmm. Is, there a, is there a rule? A rule to determine your skin type? To what, what cleanser goes with which skin type? If you're sensitive, you can use gentle cleansers. Look for that word. That's what I do. Gen- and that doesn't matter. It could be a cream. It could be a balm. It could be foaming. It doesn't matter. It's yeah. the gentle element. Yeah, for the most part... Um, it's going to be more creamy, mm-hmm. you know. Um, if you're oily or if you're combination, you have large pores, um, you can use more of a foaming type cleanser. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay, interesting. Kelly has asked, what is the best treatment slash mask for dry, sensitive, acne-prone skin? I struggle with keeping my skin under control as a lot of stuff on the market for spots tends to be for oily skin. Thank you. Mm. So the question really is what to do for dry, sensitive, acne-prone skin. Right. Well, there, um, you know, you have to understand two things. Look for certain ingredients and then stay on them. Because when you have acne-prone skin, the, the blemish you see today really started two weeks ago. So the best treatment for, for people who are blemish-prone is to prevent them in the first place. That's my approach. Mm-hmm. So I really do recommend... Um, the alpha beta peel for that, for example, mm-hmm. the new range where we have the um, the pro grade. If you really want something a little stronger, mm-hmm. um, we have this resurfacing liquid peel that's launching yeah. um, that I think is going to be very powerful for those individuals too. But alpha and beta hydroxy acids are fantastic because they they actually prevent the blockage in the first place, and they actually do clean out the pores, which. All blemishes, it doesn't matter whether it's the kind that's just a blackhead mm-hmm. or it's a little bump or it's a larger, more obvious thing. Every part of a blemish concern, that entire, that, that, that entire skin type starts with a blockage in the pore. Right. Okay. That, and so you always have to treat that and prevent that from happening in the first place. So alpha and beta hydroxy acids are fantastic for that. And then if you want a spot treatment, my go-to ingredient is sulfur. Ooh. Yeah. It's actually been used for a long time. I have formulated it um, in a product that you can use put on as a spot treatment and go to sleep, and it it, it brings down 
mm-hmm. the bump. It reduces the redness. It helps calm the inflammation. Yeah. And that's great, the spot treatment. But here's the mistake people make. Just treating something as it arises, you've already lost the battle, right? Because now you're already treating a blemish that's, that's erupted. Yeah. The better thing to do is to say, well, you know what? I know that time of the month I'm prone. Or I just have something on a regular basis. If that's the case, treat daily to prevent that blockage from occurring in the first place mm-hmm. that will prevent that, that blemish from occurring the week or two later that it does, mm. right? So here I really, again, back to the alpha and beta hydroxy mm. acids, the alpha beta peel is an exceptionally strong and effective product. Where does one use the alpha beta hydroxy acids in their skincare routine? First, wash your face, dry, apply. Mm-hmm. It's two steps. Step one goes all over, wait two minutes, apply the second step, mm-hmm. and then you're done. And after that, you can layer on whatever it is you want. And so that's a morning product it's a morning or evening product but uh, but the morning i like better because it does make the skin just look beautiful so you may as well just use it in the morning to show that off in my experience of using those pads or any uh alpha beta it uh, smooths out the complexion so makeup goes on really nicely it does that (laughs) yeah which i am never ever going to be angry about next question is from karen who has asked is light therapy safe for anyone who has had melanoma Mm. light therapy if if you're ta- are you talking about like tanning beds or are you talking about well, you know, it's unclear. So mm-hmm. I think we might have to just answer all types. Of okay, light so let, so basically, light therapy. There's only two types of light therapy, right? I don't know how big of a concern self tanning beds here are are, are in, in the UK. You know, if, if it's a very popular thing, whereas it it is in the United States, people try to get tanned by going into tanning salons and mm-hmm. tanning booths. And that is um, that. That's that's sunlight in a in a from a from a bulb in a box. Highly un, very very bad thing to do for anyone. Is it correct? Because I heard this, and I say this with quite a great deal of consternation and at high volume at people who tell me that they go on tanning beds. So I just want to fact check it with you. Is it correct that the light emitted in those tanning beds? is essentially pure UVA. There's no, it's just the bad light. Mm, Depends. It probably is. I don't know if it's true everywhere um, and what they do here, what your regulations are. Mm. Um, But UVA is bad enough. Mm. I mean, versus UVA and UVB, okay? UVB is more apt to burn. Mm -hmm. But, um, and UVA will tan your skin. Um, But make no mistake about it. It doesn't matter if it's in a tanning bed or from this, or or lying out in intense sunlight, that's, that's ultraviolet light is radiation. Mm. Horrible, you know, the thing to say, but it's, it's absolutely the truth. Yeah. So understand that you're exposing your skin to ultraviolet light, which is dangerous, can cause skin cancer. To her question, if you have melanoma in the past, it makes no sense to take a chance because it means the number, the number one risk of getting a melanoma is a previous melanoma. It's much, more, it's much more of a risk factor than having it run in your family, which in itself is a risk factor, mm-hmm. okay? So be aware of the fact that, you know, if you have one, you're, you're, you're at risk for getting a second, which mm-hmm. is why you need to um, always um, get checked. Mm-hmm. And, if you're, and if you're not and, you don't have, and you're fortunate never having had a skin cancer, still I don't recommend it. Now, the other kind of light is LED, 
Mm-hmm. Right now, LED is used in clinics on a regular basis, um, and I love LED so much so that I just actually have I released products that Spectralite? the Spectralite product and the brand new Facewear Pro, which is LED. LED is therapy. LED is powerful, positive treatment mm-hmm. for the skin, and so there. And, but it's not radiation. It's not. It's never going to burn. It does. Mm-hmm. It only does positive things. It helps reduce redness. Helps improve your complexion. Even helps stimulate collagen legitimately. Mm-hmm. So there you have a. It's it's the opposite of ultraviolet light. Okay. So yes to LED. No to tanning beds. Okay. I um want to ask about the different colors of lights because you've got blue, which mm. is for acne and right. inflammation. Right. Red is for collagen. Collagen and redness. And what's amber or yellow for because i had a, a facial recently with that light and they said oh it'll resurface and i'm like are you sure yeah you know so we, we did a lot of research on this and um i really just don't think the yellow does much to be quite honest <laughs> i so didn't I'd, feel as though it was doing anything yeah <laughs> i mean the science really is all about as you said mm. the, the blue and the red mm-hmm. um that's the bona fide scientifically accepted and proven um positive benefits of led yeah and and so I personally think that you want both, and that's why I created devices that give you both. Mm-hmm. They don't include yellow, it'd be a waste of the bulbs, waste of the semiconductors. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have just created blue and, 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 and uh, red. That's good to know. Okay. Um, this one is for from Claire, and she says, I'd love to know Dr. Dennis Grace's opinion on how to use his serums for optimum results, i.e. morning or evening, acids what can be used together and in what order is it vitamin c first then hyaluronic or is it hyaluronic then vitamin c Mm. moisturizer after vitamin a or vitamin a on its own Mm -hmm. there is so much info out there some of it is conflicting right and since i use his stuff it makes sense for me to hear it from him okay well (laughs) i really agree with that right i know that it i i was um i have my routine that i have been given and I was watching a beauty blogger the other day talk about retinol in a way that made me question everything. And I'm someone who has these friends on on text message. So I can't imagine what it would be like for somebody who's watching all of these different bloggers or reading right. all these different articles. Right. It must be very hard to make sense of it. So let's make sense of it. Right. So if you were a student in an institute at my, at my shop... What I would simply say is forget about the specific products and understand the concept of how to layer, okay? Consider the consistency of the product you're using. It doesn't matter which particular kind of product it is. If it's a serum, it's of retinol or vitamin C, it doesn't matter. You always put on the lightest weight product on your skin first. So if you're, if you're using a very lightweight gel, Right, that just that set that enters the skin and penetrates and vanishes immediately. Mm. That is a lighter weight product than a, than a heavier cream. And and in my in my product line, I have vitamin C in both forms. Mm-hmm. I have it as a vitamin C moisturizer, the deep cream, <clears throat> which really hydrates and still gives you the vitamin C dose you need. Or it comes in a in a in a serum, the C plus collagen serum, which is super lightweight and just vanishes immediately. And it's it's more designed for being completely um, mm. therapeutic to the skin. Always apply the lighter one first. So if you and then I have retinol products, I have different types, different mm. I, have, I have serums and I have heavier creams, etc. The the principle, the the rule is 
for example, alpha beta peel, that's a liquid. That goes into the skin much faster than a cream. So you would do your peel first, Mm -hmm. which is a liquid. Then the next is whatever serum you use, regardless of the active ingredient that it contains, the lightest one goes on next. And then if you're going to layer another product, that should be save the heaviest one for last. And there's no memorization here. It's understand that if you did it any other way, let's say you put your heaviest moisturizer on first. Mm that will block the penetration of something lighter. Mm. The, the, the lighter weight gels won't get through that, that the, the block, the obstruction, the, the density, the thickness of a, of a cream mm. that's heavy. So always go lightest to heaviest regardless of the ingredients. Mm. Okay, that's brilliant advice. Do you, on that note, balm cleansers, the trend for double cleansing, if you're using a balm cleanser, and there is residue on the skin potentially. Mm. Could that block your actives as well? If you rinse it, mm-hmm. no. Well, always cleanse first. Mm-hmm. It, you have to always cleanse first because if you're going to cleanse later, you're going to remove your products. So you can't do that. Mm. So just assume that your cleanser doesn't block mm. and always start with cleansing as the first step. Okay. Great. Thank you. Um, Helen asks a very interesting question. Is there a product that he'd like to make that isn't scientifically feasible at the moment? Wow. And bearing in mind that the pro-grade collection is born out of things that weren't possible that's previously. That's so true. Um, you know, and we also have new ones coming, and that's going to be really exciting. Mm-hmm. We have the IPL serum coming, which is going to be for hyperpigmentation and dark spots. Wait, um, an IPL serum? It's called the IPL serum. It's coming later this year. You don't have it yet. Um, where, you know, that's just... Put me on that waiting list. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was a dream come true for us. You so know. that's the benef- the uh, effects of IPL in, in a, a bottle. topical serum. That's correct. <laughs> and, and here, um, you know, the, the, that was born out of a dream, quite honestly, which was, so we kind of did this. It's not yet here, but um, soon. Um, you know, people with hyperpigmentation of any kind, mm-hmm. you know, melasma or, or from breakouts, leaving bronze spots behind or sunspots. I pulled, I did a survey in my practice and 70% of my patients said that pigmentation um, was either a primary or secondary concern of theirs. That's a large number. Mm-hmm. And they were coming to my clinic for um, IPL, laser treatment. So the dream was to create a product that, that was able to work as strong as the number one prescription called hydroquinone for hyperpigmentation, mm. which I, as a dermatologist, just don't like. Unfortunately, I have no other choice but to prescribe it. And it's harsh, and, and it also leads to a rebound hyperpigmentation mm. after you stop very often. Um, it's been a challenge to use. So I created this IPL serum, mm. this take-home product, that um, we we serve it and we actually tested against hydroquinone and found that it worked as well or even better and no downtime, no redness, no recovery. And the results are phenomenal. So it was a dream and that once upon time to the question, mm. you know, that we actually um, were able to have come true to life. Mm. Um, other things I'm looking at, um, you know, I do I would love to create products that have um, laser-like effect, you know, and that that are taking skin to the next level. So what I'm looking into is actually developing products with ingredients that not that are that are yet to be d- discovered, 
And that's that's sort of where my my dream lies. Okay, I'm working on it. Interesting. Watch this space, Helen. <laughs> um, uh, Janice asks, and this is another good question, actually. My question is, what should I do when I've been using retinol, AHAs, BHAs, etc., for a while, and I'm now happy with my skin? Should I step it up or just continue as is? Mm. Well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> number one. Um, and I think that, you know, these things are, the fact is that, you know, you're never going to cure the aging process. You, you're never going to say that whatever my, my improvement is, is, is here forever, mm-hmm. right? These are treatments. They're not, they're not cures. And very possibly, you know, the, the great radiance and brightness and, and, and improvement in the texture of the skin, um, that you're seeing, will come back mm-hmm. if you don't if you don't stay on these products just like if you don't continue to exercise the benefits will will go away too mm-hmm. it's just the way it is or if you have high blood pressure and you stop taking your medicines that comes back yeah. so, you know to take it to the extreme so i would say stay on the products and be very happy that mm-hmm. you found your regimen um, and then again you know if you feel like there's room for improvement Branch out, mm. you know, try to figure out what you might be something that you can add on. But certainly if once you find the holy grail, stay on it. Stick with it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Um, Anna asks, what does he think of microneedling mm-hmm. and what depth does he recommend for at-home use? Ah, at-home use. So I don't love the at-home mm. use at all, quite yeah. honestly. And, and here, the science, I, I, and by, by the way, I do do it in my clinic. The difference is, is that microneedling alone isn't really a therapy. It's not, but when you use microneedling to deliver ingredients, Mm -hmm. which is the next step, which is what you do with with more penetrating needles that are done in clinic, that's a great way to deliver ingredients like vitamin C and hyaluronic Mm -hmm. acid, vitamin, and and that's what we're using Mm -hmm. um, in the clinics. Just to roll something on the skin that causes little tiny perforations with little tiny needles, what's that going to do for you? You know, it's, um, it's an example of trying to introduce trauma, albeit microscopic trauma, in, in the hopes that you are stimulating collagen maybe, yeah. or that you're doing something that's going to make the skin look better. The data doesn't support that, mm-hmm. you know, and so I don't recommend it and I haven't created such a product, but I do like it as a professional treatment because it, it's a way to deliver deeper mm. these great ingredients. 
Because the skin is porous anyway. Skin's porous, and this, but it goes a little deeper than the pores, mm. you know. But it's not without the introduction of mm. an of an active ingredient, just by perforating the skin. Again, not really to my liking. Yeah, yeah. You with a micro roller in your hand is far more. I feel much better about it than just somebody buying one online yeah. and just using one. Um, Amelia asks, "What are your do's and don'ts for treating adult hormonal acne?" Hmm. Okay. Do's and don'ts. First of all, the don'ts. It doesn't matter whether you have hormonal acne or any acne. It's probably smart to to just recommend and only use oil-free products, mm-hmm. right? And look for that word on the label, okay? Um, because oil is something that can actually block pores, and it doesn't matter whether it's hormonal acne or T-zone acne or teenage acne or product. It it's just a matter of never adding to the problem you have, which is blockages. So oil free. Mm -hmm. Mind you, you know, there are phrases that suggest something can be oil free, like won't clog pores, acne prone skin, um, dermatology tested. Those don't guarantee your product is free of oil. So Mm -hmm. only oil free. Okay. Then in terms of what you should do, always do something on a regular basis. Okay. And especially if you break out, um, with hormonal acne, um, a, you should be using something in the in during the course of the entire month to to prevent that. And you know, I'll tell you, um, if it's really severe, I would suggest seeing a, a, a doctor or a dermatologist um, because there maybe you need something stronger to control that that hormonal um, mm-hmm. breakout. And so what I do is sometimes I do blood tests and I look for. Um, a particular hormone, it's called D-H-E-A-S, mm-hmm. D-H-E-A-S. Bec- and that's, that is something that oftentimes um, occurs. It's not a serious condition, and the only, only repercussion of having that elevated hormone is that it does cause acne, and there, there are oral medications for it. Mm-hmm. And it can be part of a larger problem, like polycystic ovary disease, PCO. So um, you might want to really explore that. So don't do the, the oils definitely do something on a regular basis and, and there are things that you know again i like i mentioned mm. the peels and, and and sulfur i like very very much um if you have scars vitamin c is a great treatment mm. for that um and if it's something that still doesn't get get better seek professional help what about the phenomenon of the spot that appears on your face at exactly the same time every mm. single month right is that real it is very real okay that's what i call a sick oil gland <laughs> okay. And, and that's how it works. That's exactly what happens. Um, and even, and so that is not only in that one spot, there are people who've got multiple spots that come back in the same place. And that's where the case is made for Roaccutane. Right. You know, because what that drug does is it actually, it actually selectively destroys that, that, that those oil glands where the oil chemistries is, is, aberrant where it's mm-hmm. abnormal and it is constantly leading to the same blemish in the same area. Mm-hmm. So that's why that medication is used because it really does f- destroy it permanently. Right. Gosh, that is a targeted treatment. And on from that, Chris has asked, um, while we're on the subject of acne, Chris has asked about um, products to use for teen acne. Mm-hmm. Um, usually only gets them on the T-zone and has combination skin. But with teen acne... 
do you just ride it out or do you just use your acids and make sure you try and keep those pores unblocked? Yeah, that's right. I mean, teen acne, very often you just have to ride it out. Mm. You know, that, that teen acne for the most part is a hormonal transition, right? Associated with puberty and it just, it goes on and, and eventually, hopefully it does, it does fade, does pass. Um, here, I think the most important thing is the alpha beta cleanser. Mm-hmm. You know, I highly recommend that. Because there, um, the acids that are used are tremendously effective in um, preventing and decongesting those blocked oil glands. Mm -hmm. And that's been the problem for those individuals. So I would do that plus an oil-free moisturizer. That's that's job one. Keep it simple. Mm -hmm. Um, Esther uses your extra strength daily peel pads and asks, are there any ingredients or serums she shouldn't use directly afterwards? Mm. No, it's actually designed for serums to be used mm-hmm. afterwards. It helps those other products and ingredients penetrate beautifully. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have that opportunity to enhance the benefits of serums used immediately afterwards. So please go for it. Um, this actually came up a few times. This uh, came from Manon. Any tips on how to treat or prevent eczema around the eyes, especially on lids, besides just using steroids? And a few people said, I have the same thing. The skin on my eyelids around my eyes uh, is rough. So I wondered if you had any insight on that. Well, first of all, eczema is a medical concern. Mm-hmm. You know, we are, uh, you know, we're a cosmeceutical company and yes, we help with our products won't cause eczema, but to treat them, um, different story. That's really a medical condition. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of uh, here, I must tell you, I find hyaluronic acid a very soothing ingredient. So I, I would just give it a whirl. Mm-hmm. Try it. Try like moisture cushion, for example. It's mm-hmm. the, it's our high strength um, hyaluronic acid product. Um, fantastic for for soothing skin. Mm-hmm. So try that as a moisturizer. It's, you know, you can, it's okay to moisturize eczema. But otherwise, unfortunately, you're stuck trying to get it treated medically. Right. Okay. Um, We also have a question about how to treat um, post-spot brackets inflammatory pigmentation. However well I treat my skin in terms of topical treatments, spots still seem to leave behind scars that take months to heal. Mm -hmm. Big problem. Mm. Well, wait for the IPL serum to come out. (laughs) Um, Honestly, just wait and start that. Get online. Um, until then, I also recommend understanding that hyperpigmentation from a blemish, very common problem, it's all about preventing it and treating it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there you have ingredients and retinol is excellent. So if you have, and retinol can help um, treat blemishes to begin with. It's a good, because it's a vitamin A derivative. So uh, is retinoic acid, so is roaccutane. So retinol might be a good idea because it multitasks to help pigmentation issues mm-hmm. and for the blemishes to begin with. Um, and if you also have, um, you know, and if, vitamin C can help, help too. Both are very effective. Okay, that's good to know. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> I really like this question. This is from Kate. If we were to spend the biggest percentage of our money on one product type, what should it be? Mm. Well, I would say, judging from my practice, mm. you know, it, you'd have to go with a peel. Mm. You know, I would say that if I was stranded on a desert island, that's what I would bring with me, the mm. alpha beta peel. Um, if I only want to do something two or three times a week, which is I would start the, the new um, professional grade resurfacing liquid peel that we just launched. So uh, this is about investing, if, when you're talking about what you spend on your skincare, investing the largest percentage on the resurfacing element. I have to say that's the case mm-hmm. because it, it just spans 
the number of benefits it, it provides mm-hmm. in, in such a rapid fashion is, is compelling. Um, and it's just such a great way to prevent treat, uh, problems and to treat the current problems. Um, and especially given the fact that it's a two-step product where it exfoliates mm-hmm. and then it neutralizes, which is the key to the use of acids, and then delivers all these other great ingredients in that second step, which then penetrate because the first step exfoliated mm-hmm. and allows better entrance. Um, it's a treatment, which is a different story than a, just a product, mm-hmm. you know. So it's actually allowing you to have a treatment um, that you would do at home, which is what you, why you go to professionals to, to get done. So if I had one product, it would be that alpha beta or the resurfacing liquid peel. How do you feel about physical scrubs and the traditional exfoliators and they were only the traditional because actually peel formulas probably weren't safe for the mm-hmm. for um, consumers right. back in the day dislike them <laughs> don't recommend mechanical exfoliation mm-hmm. of any kind um, if first of all anytime you use an ingredient that's that 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 flows onto the skin and covers your entire skin surface you're going to get a much better exfoliation than you would with with a mechanical process that actually is like scratching the skin surface. So mm-hmm. if you did sandpaper to this wood table I'm looking at mm-hmm. and then looked under a microscope, you would actually see there's a lot of places where you missed yeah. because those, those, the scratch marks leave behind mm-hmm. um, untreated areas. That's, that's analogous to what mechanical exfoliation does. Also, it's, it's harsh on the skin mm-hmm. and then it makes it difficult and sometimes it allows other products to be more irritating, right? Which you don't want. Um, so I'm not a fan of of mechanical so much so that that resurfacing liquid product that the peel that we just launched comes with its own cotton balls mm-hmm. you know oh there it is yes <laughs> um and and i love cotton because it's it's absorbent and yet it's soft and it's mm-hmm. a natural this this is an organic natural sterile f- um, cotton ball we provide and because it's non-abrasive why a ball it's just an easy way to package, you know, <laughs> it could have, we just, it's, we wanted it, well, we didn't, it doesn't, the, the alpha beta pill comes in pre-soaked um, pads. Mm-hmm. This is what I do in my office. This is exactly how I do it in my office. A, a ball, it's, it's very absorbent mm-hmm. and it also helps remove at the same time because right. you are, you are using the ball to help remove all the dead, dull skin that's been liberated by the, by the ingredients. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and cotton's the answer, but, but the point is cotton is not a harsh mechanical scrub. Yes. It just sort of gently helps gentle, the gentle. process. Um, eye bags. This is a question from Emma. She says, I know they're mostly genetic and lifestyle, uh, caused by genetics and lifestyle, but do you have any tips on products or techniques that can improve the look of them? Mm. This is less about lines for me and more about the darkness and hollows. Mm. Okay. Well, darkness... Dark circles and eye bags are different things, correct? Well, let's just talk. Let, this, <laughs> let, let me um, say this. Um, there are there's there are basically two reasons that you that people have um, these these eye bags, right? And the, and the skins might um, have um, discoloration, okay? Either because the skin ha- is is um, has pigmentation in it. Mm-hmm. Right, or because the skin is thin mm-hmm. and is showing the veins that lie beneath mm-hmm. the thinned-out skin. Right, two very different reasons for what looks to be the same problem. Mm-hmm. So, a good thing to do, a tip I have, is 
lift the skin under the eyes. Just lift it up for a second. And then look in the mirror and see if when you lift the skin off the bone below it, does the color stay dark or does it instantly look better? Mm -hmm. If it stays dark when you lift it off the the, the structures below, that means there's pigment in the skin. Mm -hmm. If instead, when you you lift it, the color turns back to your normal Mm -hmm. skin color of the rest of your face, it says your skin is too thin and transparent and is showing the veins beneath. So therefore, if you have pigmentation you need to get rid of it. You need to brighten. So retinol is a great solution for you. Mm -hmm. If instead your skin's too thin and transparent, you need more collagen, Mm. use vitamin C. There you go. I like that. Thank you. Sure. Right. You you may have to tell me how to pronounce this. Alison has asked, has he ever had to deal with patients with dermatillomania? Mm. (laughs) Okay. From someone who has it and doesn't know if derms can help deal with the fallout, would you mind explaining what that is? I'm not, I've not heard that expression, but dermatillomania, can I see the spelling? Yeah, sure. Okay. So looking at that and, and trying to, there's there, that, that second half, the tillomania part, mm-hmm. there's trichotillomania where people actually pick their, their scalp and they actually cause little areas of baldness. So like the, when you pull out your eyelashes as well. Precisely. Yeah. That's, that's the tillomania um, um, part of that word is usually behavior on the part of the subject that is self-destructive. So maybe dermatillomania in this case is referring to people actually pick their skin. Mm-hmm. Just like trichotillomania refers to people who pick their hair and, mm-hmm. and, and um, is, is going to see bald spots. Well, if that's what you're talking about, that is the only thing I can say is that most of the time, people who do that are doing it in front of a mirror. So I always talk about trying to um, do a little behavior modification on yourself and just know that if you're at risk for that behavior, if you pick, just get away from the mirror. Mm. Get, get, get rid of magnifying mirrors if you have them. Mm. Don't allow yourself to even go to the bathroom and stand in front of the mirror ever. Mm -hmm. That's the best way you can try to safeguard and enforce that behavior from happening. Mm. You know, it is a problem. You know, people do pick their skin and this might be the only, that's the only thing I can do. And the other thing is cut your nails short. Keep them (laughs) super, super short. Okay, best we can do. Yeah. Um, Rhiannon asks, does niacinamide work well for dry skin? I haven't found that it's done anything at all, except I can't use an oil after it or I get pilling. I use a hyaluronic acid and a moisturizer after, then an oil for the harsh weather. Mm-hmm. Well, niacinamide is a terrific ingredient um, helping things like redness. Mm. Okay, It's a vitamin B derivative, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yep. So if you are finding that it's not working for you, Maybe you're using it for the wrong problem mm-hmm. and you don't have that problem, mm-hmm. you know. So that's an example, as we said earlier. If you're finding something, ingredients should help you. I would say my products are designed to work. You should see something right away and certainly within a week's time, absolutely within two weeks, mm-hmm. right? If you're using niacinamide longer than that and it's not working, it's not for you, mm-hmm. you know, especially if it's, it's hindering the use of other products that can be helpful. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know? that's really interesting. Um, Yasmin has a great question. 
So my question is this, a majority of us have a skincare regime to maintain and or improve the appearance of our skin. However, is there a medical argument for looking after your skin beyond using sunscreen? Some research has made the case that there is no real reason for aging and it's due to inflammation, which we don't fully understand. There's advice for how we should aspire to live in order to keep our heart, liver, etc. in good condition to keep everything functioning. As with everything else, skin ages. It becomes thinner, drier, wrinklier. It's always said that skin is the largest organ. So in an ideal world, what kind of condition would skin be in for optimal function? Mm. <clears throat> I love my listeners. I can't believe that. <laughs> I mean, wow. The thesis. <laughs> um, okay. <clears throat> I think there's two things I, I would say. The first is that there's no question that it's true the skin ages, runs a course by itself, and that inflammation plays a role. Mm -hmm. Okay. But one of the most important things that I do is I'm always looking for scientific proof and data that that proves ingredients do help. One in one facet mm -hmm. of or another of, of the aging skin concerns mm -hmm. that exist. So for example, collagen production does increase with certain ingredients, okay? The LED light treatment, for example, I have to prove that. Before I can say that it stimulates collagen, right? In the United States, you cannot say that. Mm. It's, it's, otherwise, it's a, it's, a, it's a crime, literally a felony. You can't mm. do that. You'd be shut down. Um, and, and the scientific proof um, is compelling. I don't think it's, I think it's irrefutable. There's no question it does. Um, you can study it and look under the microscope and... There's no issue. Statistically significant and everybody, it, all doctors and all scientists and anybody, even double-blind studies prove mm -hmm. it. So there's an example where collagen, which is the number one thing that we need and lose as we age, hence you get more lines and wrinkles and laxity and folds, et cetera, sagging. It's all about loss of collagen. Ingredients do help produce, um, and vitamin C can do that too, mm -hmm. um, does help, Okay. Pore size increases with aging. A lot of people think, well, I, I'm, I wash my face, yet my pores get larger. Well, collagen loss is also responsible for larger pores because the fibers that, that those collagen fibers that are around that tube that you see as an opening as a pore, as we lose collagen, that they, they give way and that tube expands, and so the, the pores look larger. So collagen stimulation can also help pore size. Um, plumping the skin water content in the skin. We get, as we get older, the skin dehydrates naturally. Mm. Hyaluronic acid has been proven to hold a thousand times its weight in water to plump the skin and hydrate the skin internally. That's why we have hyaluronic acid as part, it's a sister to collagen in our skin. Mm. So hyaluronic acid is bioidentical to mm. something that's in the skin that we lose, scientifically proven to do so. My point is, is that <clears throat> always look for ingredients where there's scientific proof, mm -hmm. you know, and as long as you stick to that kind of um, barometer, that's, that's your standard, which frankly is the basis of how I develop products and how I believe you see the results you do, mm -hmm. um, I think you can defy and, and counteract some of the aging process, mm -hmm. you know, and inflammation, LED is probably one of the best things to do, but um, also... If any product makes you red or, or it makes your skin feel uncomfortable, that means your skin has been thrown off balance. And underlying that, that, that lack of balance may be inflammation, which is another reason um, my, one of my mantras is never produce a product with a downtime. 
always make sure that there's no redness in, in the formula that I and, and no no irritation mm. because that is inflammation. And so her question that that uses that assumption, mm. she's hundred percent right. Mm. But it's just not it's not all bad news. The good mm. news is we can counteract a lot of the aging process. Yeah. Okay, so it's a really great question. So it's a brilliant question, but also when she says what condition the skin should be in, active ingredients that support collagen, which is naturally right. occurring in the skin. Right. Um, Hydrated. Hydrating, hyaluronic acid. Correct. Answers, and the LED for countering inflammation. Love it. Great. Lovely. Um, Esther asks, <clears throat> is there such a thing as too much exfoliation and damaging your barrier function, is this age-related or more to do with how hardy one's skin is? Well, it also yeah, the answer is over-exfoliation is one of the chief reasons for throwing the skin off balance. Mm. And in fact, that's the reason for, when I use acids at all, for exfoliation, <clears throat> I always do the t- second step. Right, mm-hmm. that's the key, and if you don't, you're you're running the risk of you know that's a twenty percent glycolics products out there, number one return products in the, in this country. I just talked to a lot of these retailers here, huge problem with irritation from it. Um, so those are over exfoliating. Mm-hmm. So you have to be very very careful. And the telltale sign is a little redness, a little more dryness. Um, when you wash your face and you dry it, you should you, within thirty seconds. If you start to feel a little tightness in your skin you're headed towards being thrown off balance. So over-exfoliation absolutely exists, Mm -hmm. okay? And yes, too much of a good thing is a bad thing here. (laughs) I also watch a lot of Real Housewives, and I read on a gossip website that a lot of the, not talking about anyone specific, that the trend for in-clinic microdermabrasion, et cetera, has left quite a few people, and I'm using them as an example, with with over thin skin and has left their skin being very vulnerable. I see that in my clinic as well. Uh, People coming to me for help to to improve and reverse that problem. Mm -hmm. And it's also a very common cause of hyperpigmentation. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Ease off on the exfoliation, guys. Just do your alpha, beta, hydroxy acids. Keep it simple. Um, Vicky asks, just wondering if over my eye cream I'm supposed to use a normal sunscreen. It just seems wrong applying it around my eyes. I think that's a good question. What sunscreen? Yeah. Ooh, Vicky, use the sunscreen around your eyes. Mm. Absolutely. It's very important. Crow's feet and, and, and things like that. They occur, <clears throat> excuse me, folks. They do occur in large uh, part because of sun exposure. Mm. So um, big sunglasses, really a good idea. Mm-hmm. I love, you know, it's really nice to have these little, maybe these fashion, beautiful sunglasses that, are, that don't cover the sides of the, the eyes. I think Jackie O had it right. Oh, you know, bigger the better. The bigger the better. <laughs> um, and the sun does cause damage. Yes, wear sunscreen around your eyes. Absolutely. Mm. You know, I, there was an amazing study that I once read as, as, a, as a dermatology student, where they 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 um they paid a woman who was I think in her early twenties who had flawless skin around her eyes to actually allow for a little biopsy of skin to be taken, and under the microscope, you already start to see breakdown of collagen microscopically. That means the wrinkles were coming mm. long before she even showed any evidence of a line around her eye. She had no lines around her eye, but her collagen was breaking down under the microscope. So, sunscreen. Sunscreen. Always with the <clears throat> sunscreen. Um, Grace would like to ask, 
I would like to know his thoughts on PCOS and skincare. Yes. I have issues with congestion occasionally, but being in the States, I am on hormone medication. Mm -hmm. But my skin more so feels imbalanced, like weirdly dry at times and sensitized at well, sensitized as well. I know it affects everyone differently, but I would really appreciate his experience with the condition, how it tends to affect clients he's treated for it and what his recommendations are. Well, we talked about earlier mm. about this, this um, hormonal cause of acne. And, you know, obviously she knows she's been diagnosed and you can get a blood test to see whether or not you have um, hormonal abnormalities, maybe an ultrasound, ovarian ultrasound, mm -hmm. sometimes shows ovarian cysts that can secrete hormones that can cause skin problems. It's a real medical concern. Mm -hmm. um, so it needs medical care, which it seems like she has. Mm -hmm. However, certain skincare measures, I think, can very much remedy that. And just remember, everything starts from a blockage in the oil gland. In the mm -hmm. hormonal case of PCOS, um, those abnormal hormones are causing one's own oils to be too heavy for their own good. Mm -hmm. So instead of flowing like a liquid, in her, in this case, and in very often in all cases of acne, the, the it doesn't matter if it's T-zone acne or just partial congestion, the oil glands that this, our skin makes in those conditions is too heavy for its own good. It's too thick, too viscous. Mm. And so it doesn't flow, it gets stuck. So how do you treat that? Back to peels and retinol and alpha beta cleansers, mm. all those things that help normalize oil chemistry are going to make a big difference used on a regular basis. Mm. Step above that, medical care. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so in conjunction with whatever you're already doing. Yes. But um, it does. it's not that you need a specialized skincare regime because one is diagnosed with PCOS. It's a spectrum. It's just, yeah. it's the, towards the end of the spectrum. It's mm. more severe than a mild case. Yeah. Um, so you might need good skincare throughout, for regardless of the exact type you have. But mm -hmm. if you're at that end of the spectrum, medical care is necessary. Okay. Thank you so much for answering all these questions. We are at the end of our time together, okay. which is so cruel and unjust. But you are getting on a plane shortly, I am. so yes. thank you very much. Yeah, um, happy, Emma. It's always such a delight to talk to you, and thank you so uh, much. So for great. So Your generous. listeners are so smart. My gosh, it's just—they're the best. Yeah, let's let's do this again. Let's. Love um, it. I'll come to you next time. Come on over. <laughs> thank you again, Dr. Dennis Gross. Obviously, the links to everything that we have discussed, the products, and also Dr. Dennis Gross's social media and website will be in the show notes. Um, but for now, thank you so much. Thank Bye. you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. Before you go, I just want to let you know that if you do want to submit questions for a future episode, the best place to do so will be in the Facebook group. The link to join is in the show notes, which can be found wherever you are streaming and downloading this episode. And if you want to get in touch with me, email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com or slide into my DMs on social media. I am at Emma Guns on Instagram and Twitter. And I would really love to hear from you. Thank you for listening and I'll see you on the next one. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or 
anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.